0: What you doing? Watching some TV? Playing on your phone? Is that a real question? Making conversation.
1: Are you? What part of that gives me anything to work with?
0: Be sarcastic. Or bark? Yes, like a trained animal. It's not a conversation. You're holding me verbally hostage. Okay, ass face. I'll go in the kitchen.
1: Hey, Dad? Yeah? What you doing? Going into the kitchen? Okay. Yeah, you like that? Screw you. (laughs)
0: want some crackers no thank you are you ready to be nice to me
1: in exchange for crackers
0: what happened to you
1: dad get a job you're trying to create drama because you're bored oh dad what's going on what's the deal here I just wanted to spend some time with my daughter. You're
0: growing up so fast. You used to be my little girl.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember when we used to go to the playground and I'd push you on the swings? Oh, you could push me higher than all the other kids. You were so small and cute. I thought you were going to fly right off into the street. I used to pee my pants. <laughs> I know. And now look at you. You have a job. You're making really good money. You're not paying any rent, so you have plenty of disposable income. Oh, God, Todd. <laughs> just need a few hundred dollars to get through the month. I have some interviews coming up
1: something's gonna come
0: through i can feel it i'm going inside oh, i guess this is what rock bottom feels like jerry oh. <laughs> what's up on 30 podcast listeners and the lovers actually sorry no you love the off 30 podcasts you only like the awkward throw clear this is aaron chupaclopper Chub- Chub- i'm with colin eisner once again What's up, man? <laughs> well, I'm I'm okay. Okay. Yeah, gotta, gotta say, like, what's up, listeners? Uh, <laughs> we'll give you another shot next episode. Uh, yeah, so that was Jerry on Rick and Morty. Uh, very fitting to Jerry, who we know from giving us a ride. This episode is all about a guy named Jerry, who's kind of a piece of shit. Very, Very nice, you know, enough, but in the end, truly... <laughs>
1: To say the least, he's a piece of shit.
0: Utterly and completely, I couldn't put it any better in my own words, Colin. So, uh, yeah, uh, sit back, listen, and just relate. I'm sure you know somebody who's just like this, just a self-deprecating asshole who thinks that he's the shit and his shit don't stink. You know, John and... Anthony and Greta, they all had their thing about Instagram people and their stupid shit that they do. This is one individual person that we met in Europe who's been living in London, says he's Canadian. And, oh, fuck, we almost forgot. Okay, this is an intro, but we've we got. We're just driving around. Sorry, he brought up it up before about how he wants to get his American passport because he has a Canadian passport. He, his parents are from China. Um, but he's he's talking about how he wants to get his American passport, and then like, and two hours later, we're just sitting there, and he was asking me about this flock of birds, and I explained to him what the, what's going on and shit. And then five minutes after that, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get my American passport." Like, wow, that is a fucking phenomenon that all of a sudden just struck to you, it struck you in the head, and it's like I need to have this done in my life because it's going to change my life completely. It's like it's like. You know what? I need to get back with Becky. Becky was really good for me. I need to get back with her. She's she's my soulmate. She's everything I need. She's everything I love. Or, hey, you know, maybe I need to go to fucking Tibet and just, you know, help the people and, uh, you know, get rid of material things. Step away from my parents and their, you know, unlimited amount of money and support and do my own thing. No, no, no. This guy is just fucking material and just fucking looking for attention and just... Glory, I don't know how to describe it. It was fucking infuriating. I, my blood was boiling. Colin, I think I felt your, the heat from your face coming uh, all the way to the uh, the back of my neck.
1: On the back seat, yep. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, it was just awful. So, uh, this is episode twenty-seven, the Scott and Edmire episode, or you know, Dave Smack, whoever you like. But uh, this is the fuck Jerry episode. Fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> You, Jerry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the, the, the Awkward Throat Clear. Now, here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Not children. Children shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Uh, let's just say listeners of all ages. This is the Chalupa Cabra, Aaron Chalupa. I'm here with my friend Colin Eisner. Hola, senor.
1: Hola, senor. senor. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. yeah LaGuardia. Yeah, they a garbage bar down by LaGuardia. The diaper bar, oh, we're, we're hanging out, you know, like, ah, oh, it was out the airport, you know, Cape Town. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we're, st- we're still at Avion. Uh
0: This is right after episode 26 where you're going back to back, baby. But you had no idea about that because it could have been, you know, who knows with Anthony with his editing technique. This could be months from now. Uh, but for us, it's just, you know, I don't know, 45 minutes, give or Keep, take. Yeah, give or yeah, take, yeah. Yeah. Something like that
1: ah, Can you keep track of that? I have
0: no idea um, Yeah, so we're going to do another one This is episode 27 uh, For me, the Dave Simanko episode You know, God love that I was always going to say Milan Lucic But uh, others fans will not be Scott Niedermeyer. That. Scott Niedermeyer I think he's probably the greatest You know, Prove me wrong, I'm, I'm here to listen Scott Niedermeyer, probably the greatest Number 27 of all time uh, Retired between uh, New Jersey Devils as well as the Anaheim Ducks World Junior Champion, Calder Trophy winner. Maybe, but Stanley Cup and Norris Trophy winner. Mm hmm. As well as a uh, Memorial Cup winner. I know that. And picture. Olympic
1: gold medalist. He is. Uh, three, two, because they didn't win in 06. They won an 2 and then ten, and I'm not sure if he played
0: in fourteen. He won an O two for sure.
1: And he won in 10. Not in
0: Nagano, he played in Nagano, but he didn't win. He got bronze. He, he, he won in twenty ten, and, and then, then Vancouver. I don't yeah. think he played in twenty fourteen. I think he was retired by then. I think so too. If you want to really watch a really funny video, go watch uh, Ryan Gets Left, Bobby Ryan, uh, gold, silver medal with the Ducks, and then uh, and Scottie and a little appearance in there. I'm surprised that Corey Perry was in there too because he was another Canadian that won a gold medal on the Ducks.
1: Meh,
0: yeah. fuck the Ducks. Anyway, this is episode 27 of the Not After 30 podcast. Oh, oh I like that sound. Enjoy. This is the Not it After 30 podcast, a show about reminiscing about your 30s, with 20s while surviving your 30s. Yeah. Uh, with his shoe. Is
1: that the doop,
0: doop. Show? That is the intro that Anthony says. He probably won't listen to this part here. Rarely does he listen to my, you know, podcast. I, but we're in Europe. Right I now. don't think he likes me. Secretly, I don't think he likes me. We're a bit drunk. We've been drinking a lot today. Uh, Celebrating Remembrance. Uh, sharing drinks with uh, not just veterans, but... Uh, people of all sorts uh, at the Remembrance Day ceremony in Vimy there was mulled wine or if you are German Glühwein which is just as wonderful it is delicious and spiced and yes. warm and it was super cold today We, our hands were frozen you know standing on guard for the from far and wide oh Canada we stand on guard
1: anyway nailed it
0: uh <laughs> Uh, this episode, because I didn't want to have the Remembrance Day episode, uh, Remembrance of Pilgrimage, be kind of uh, negative for a long, uh, period of time. We're going to talk about this guy. This uh, sorry excuse of a traveler that has a connection to Canada that uh, we just... Couldn't stand. Today. It was. He it was, couldn't
1: it was bear not him a good anymore. Ex- it was not a good ex- encounter. I bit my tongue way too much, and oh, that sucks. He does not. He can't drive. Worth shit. Um. Worth shit.
0: I I couldn't agree more. He ninety percent of the time. Like, 10% of the time, I was navigating for him. I grabbed the phone, and I was navigating for him. 90% of the time, he had his phone in his hand. He's driving a diesel Renault. I'm not sure what make, uh, sorry, model it was, but he would be looking at his phone and then making a last-minute turn, and then he would, like, freak out if he crossed the line and apologize to us for the next 10 minutes. Then... We're gonna go jump. We're gonna kind of jump around back and forth, back and forth with it's this relevant. story.
1: all relevant though. It's
0: all relevant. It's it doesn't really matter. It's, let's consider this a Quentin Tarantino uh, episode of how we describe how terrible Jerry is. That's his real name, and it works perfectly if you are a Rick and Morty fan because he is like Jerry from Rick and Morty. He is terrible and pathetic, apologetic but feeds off of other people and just looks
1: for praise, praise or to show off. Oh, like cocky. Know it all. What's the word I'm looking for. He, he's just looking piece for of shit. Well, he's not looking for
0: a piece of shit, but he's a piece of shit. Um, he's just looking for, I don't know, support and some of his ideas, and there would be times where he would just be out of nowhere. Like, we're just driving. So, paint the picture. He's He, he spent time in Ontario. Colin, you know the area a bit better than I do. He, I'll lead, let you lead the way in this yeah. section.
1: So, essentially, this Jerry dude... So he calls himself an American more than anything. He spent four years at prep school in um, Aurora, Ontario, which is just north of Toronto, at a school called St. Andrew's College, Um, you know, like any other prep school, it is definitely very expensive to attend these schools, so mom and dad have a little bit of money, of course. So this piece of shit guy thinks he knows everything about Canada, since he he only lived there for four years. And um, I I just remember the first thing he said to us. One of the first things he said to us when we <clears throat> jumped in the car with him. It's like, oh, I haven't I haven't driven I haven't driven you know a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's fair. But then he kept going. He's like, oh, I haven't driven a car in you know a long time. Because whenever I go home, uh, I just you know I just bore with, a, a SUV, yeah, bro. I just I just bore my mom's SUV whenever I need to go home. And this kid is I'm 26. This kid is 25. This kid doesn't own anything. He just travels and he goes home to his mom and dad and he's apparently supposed to be starting a job in London. And Then he said, oh no, I don't have an employment yet, but I'm very confident in myself to get a job in January in And I'm sitting here like, well where the hell is all your money then? Well, like, where do you get it from? And then, you know what, like, I mean. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good guess to say that. Assume, but, you know, this guy has bunch and, stores, and they're, they're probably more than right. So. Um, anyway, this guy was super hesitant on driving period. It was, even though he offered to drive us to Dimbo Hamel. Uh, and, and let's just put this out there. We're having our glue, glue
0: vine or our coffee in a tent uh, at Vimy Ridge and I shout out Hey is anyone driving to Beaumont ML, the Newfoundland memorial site? I shut that out in the tent. And a few people turn around. It's like, no, 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 not I, no, no. no, no. Like, oh, that's so cool. No. Are you going? No, 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 no. And then he's just like, I might be. You guys seem cool. I'm talking with these guys and they seem cool. Just give me a little bit of a moment. Like, where are you guys going? Like, let me get blah, 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 blah. Anyway, blase, blase, as John Denoir would say. Uh,. Uh, then we're like, okay, well, we're going to go head over to the information center, go to the trench tour, and then we'll hang out in the – or trench tour, if you're an East Coaster. And we're going to hang out in the information center and do some shit there. So we'll we'll run into you eventually. He's like, okay, cool. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. So we do our own thing. And, yeah, so he eventually gives us a ride. And I don't know. It's just like – right off the bat he's he's a little bit too apologetic like he's like do you do you mind if you, we go back to the memorial takes pictures like no of course like of course we can and you know like, like do you mind taking pictures of me it's like of course we can like like it's no problem like we're traveling with you now it's what people who travel each other do all the time like i take pictures for colin if he wants to be in a in a, in a shot he takes pictures for me if i want to be in a shot and then if we want to be pictures together we ask some random bystander like, i think that's pretty well standard practice for any traveler. It's not really the worst thing, but he always made it so apologetic. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, no problem. Um, but after a while, it just got kind of annoyed. And when we were traveling, he would be driving somewhere. Like we're, we're, we're leaving the monument that he just drove to. And he's just like, Oh my God, I need to stop here. Can, do you mind if we stop to take a picture? And it's just the trees on like next to the road with the leaves falling. And it's like okay, yeah, no problem. So he stops and takes a picture, and just keeps driving, and then stops and takes a picture, and keeps driving, and stops and takes. After about the fourth time on the same road, we finally get on the highway, and he's already lost. Like he's like, I don't know where to go, where to be going. I don't and know what's happening. in
1: the back seat, I have the whole map planned out, and I was like, man, if you just literally go right here down the highway and thirty something or whatever, mm-hmm, just follow mm-hmm. that. We're well, going to get down to Boma Hamel. Because he
0: wanted to get food.
1: Yes, but <laughs> we weren't close to food. So no. I like, man, if you take my route, we will hit food and we'll be on the way to where we need so to So we be. go
0: through Vimy anyway, and then we make our way to Aras.
1: So we, yeah, we end, he, he ends up getting a, a panini or something. And he's, this was also super weird. So we're in his car and he does like a a 17 and a half point turn, which is really weird. Just a parallel part. I don't know how he did it. but
0: (laughs) And he was almost there on his first try. Like it was like, you know, okay, back up straight and back up straight and back up straight. If he did it one more time, he would have been fine. But then he goes right out again and it does it again and cuts way too hard. Where he's angled, where he's gonna just hit the curb like 19 times and he just commits to it. And I'm like, man, like, what the fuck? So. Uh, just pause. Oh. Cheers, buddy. Clink, clink. Sante. Sante. Oh. oh. <sighs> so, listeners, we're drinking uh, paparines. So, paparinga is close to Iper and they have a really good hot field there. This is omung h-o-m-m-e-l beer and it tastes like a blonde mm-hmm. to me seven and a half percent mm-hmm. so it's not that strong for a belgian beer it's quite light if you want and yeah it's very France. refreshing very refreshing France, and you know what you <laughs> know what it is they're calling it's fucking blasting beer this is beer for blasting people fuck yeah and we got, who we're blasting Jerry. We're fucking blasting Jerry. Fuck Jerry. So, this is the fuck Jerry episode. This fucking
1: guy finally parks his fucking Renault and he asks us, okay, hey, hey, you guys, are you guys hungry? let like, oh no, we're not hungry. Like, you know. He loves Brett. Alright man, we'll like this, the bakery's there, We're just gonna hang out in here like, don't worry, you're not gonna fucking steal anything from me. We're just gonna hang out He was very... Very, Very edgy, and um, yeah,
0: he's like, I was just thinking you'd walk with me, and this is like, dude, we're just gonna hang out here. Like, I, I, we don't want to stand there and watch you buy food.
1: Yeah, and um, so then he's like, oh, okay, well, and he's really again edgy about it. And he's like, I'll just leave the car locked. like, well, okay, <laughs> I hope so, just in case you want to terrorize us. But anyway, um, that was super weird then he's like we need to find gas and i'm like man so you're not, to run to run. Run. not even close to the red line because you know, if, always, you, if
0: have, you get the empty light you, you, have, have, you have, have at least like 80k have, in most you vehicles.
1: you have four quarters on your expedition or odon or whatever what want you want to call, call it on the gas what the fuels that This guy was, like, in between half and fucking quarter tank, and he's losing his shit. He's like, well, I left the car at, or I got the car at half a tank, and blah, 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 and I don't, like, I don't like filling up, you know, and you're at least 150. He's a city driver. He's a city driver, driver. and he was trying to make the, he was trying to make the area to us, that he's like, well, okay, I was, I was living just outside of the GTA, so, like, I wasn't close, like, we, we were on the outskirts, so we're t- we're close to the Farm Town, but we're on the outskirts of town. So you're not a country kid, still, man. Like you, all you should do is drive with your mom just with you. Like you're not, you're not a good driver. Anyway, so we're like, man, just take you to that We're gonna get the ball on the road. We already told like, we're gonna you, you, you can drop us off at Albert, which is on the way to Paris. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> <driver. laughs> every time, all day today, I kept calling Albert Arthur. Anyway, and this was going to be our train stop, um, where we can get on the train and get back to, uh, Avignon here. And, this, this fucking idiot, my god, he just, like, it's not like we were giving him, like, very explicit hints, but, if we were going to give him some, like, some very obvious hints, it would have been with some sort of an anger tone to it, where it would have probably jeopardized our, <laughs> our ride situation with him. So um, the amount of times I bit my tongue, I don't know, oh, you were, you were in the front seat there and I don't know if you were, you were definitely losing your mind. But Well, just, I'm,
0: I'm a bit more obnoxious where, you know, when I, when I was younger, when I was a younger man, I would bite my tongue and I'd be like,
1: I just like having friends and people like me.
0: Nowadays, I'm like, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? I, it, you need to impress me to be my friend. And him, I was just like, I was just pushing back all the time. You know, like it's just like, oh you think that's the way it is, eh? And and he's trying to start debates with me. Not not like he wanted to start a debate, but he's like starting very hot button issues.
1: We're walking around cemeteries.
0: We're at Goma Mouth. i walk into to the first grave site. I wanna take my time, lay down my 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 uh, the flower that was given to me by the staff there, the veteran affairs staff. I'm gonna lay down my flower just, so take a moment. <laughs> Relax. Wise, earth, time, walk around with you know what I'm doing.
1: Was like, I'm
0: not sure if it was, it was, he whole, was just
1: anybody who was so cool. He was just trying to talk it in kind of thing, and I made sure to make it into your own music and do my own thing, and luckily I did my own thing, so I had to do really it for uh, us, so I was happy with my Hemel uh, visit, um, unfortunately the start of your uh, visit there wasn't the greatest fight for well, I, I got well.
0: I got away from him yeah, for a while, well, and I then remember, he caught yeah. up to me. Yeah. And I, like again, like I mentioned this before in the in the previous episode, but I was trying to find because um, Beaumont Amel is very famous for the Newfoundland, the Royal Newfoundland Regiment. Um, they have a, carib- a bronze caribou statue there uh, on on a, on a ridge. Again, fantastic monument. Fantastic, very beautiful area. Um, we, both Colin and I will say right now that whatever, however we blast this guy, we are very thankful that we were able to get to the Beaumont know. Mm-hmm. But we're still gonna fucking blast him because he's a piece of shit. shit. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was so happy to get there. Like there was a point where Colin and I were looking at each other and it's like I don't know if we'll be able to get there. And thankfully, somebody was like, "Yeah,
1: well, I want to yeah. go there," and so it worked perfectly. Besides, yeah. I mean, obviously, besides his generosity to to help us out and, and, and throw us a bone. Um, to be able to just be that cocky and um, to kind of just rub it in your face. He,
0: he like, it wasn't even, like, bullshitting words. It's just like, oh, where are you from? He oh, was, like, it's... fully confident. He's like, oh, I, I went to prep school. <laughs> I went to prep school. I'm in London now. I I drove SUVs growing up. And so, so we're in a fucking farmer range road pretty well, a mud road that says no vehicles. And he even says, what does that sign say? I'm like, I don't know. Like no, I saw a bike there. So I was like, no motorbikes. And it was like, no motorized vehicles, the meaning car, ATV, motorbike down this road. And he is determined to go down this road to get to the fucking Somme Monument and Somme the Somme Monument, sorry. And which is a
1: British and French monument.
0: Essentially, yes. Many, many people, many other nations fought there too, but it was very heavy British and French losses uh, during World War One, as well as German, obviously. Uh, And oh my God, he was just so determined. And we're in a Renault. That's meant for the city. It was kind of a I don't know. I guess we could call it like kind of like a
1: a, a, big, a bigger version of a Ford Focus wagon.
0: Yeah, it's 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 like a hatchback kind it's of thing. It's a hatchback. Yeah, of. yeah. So low riding, not meant for off road or anything like that. And we're dealing with rain all day, so very slippery conditions. Like when we talk about World War One conditions, you know how this the you know French and Belgian field were filled with mud. Yeah, just picture that. Uh, but like. Obviously, less, 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 less of rain and, you know, a little less mud. But it's still muddy and slick mud. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no substance to it. It's just, it's greased pig shit, honestly. And he's determined and he's hitting fucking potholes here and he's still determined. He and I'm, the and then, of his car oh, big time. And it's a rental, by the way. And Colin and I are just looking at each other because we're renting a car tomorrow. And I'm just like. We're not doing this. Like I don't know. We're we're not going down a road like this and determined to do it. His Google Maps settings were set to shortest distance, so that's 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 obviously a big no-no. Travis, you for listening to this, that's a funny story. Anybody who else is listening to this, who listened to one of my travel uh, blogs from uh, vlogs or uh, podcasts from last year, also knows this. If you do the shortest distance, it will take you on a very, very, very adventurous route that will take you through all kinds of shit. You always go shortest time, not shortest distance. Anyway, so we're on this fucking farmer's road. And we're driving to the Psalm Memorial. And he exclaims as he gets stuck and he is trying to pin the gas pedal down to get out of this greased pig shit. And I'm telling him, listen, man, I grew up in Alberta. I've been fighting fire for this many years and I drive a truck, a four by four truck that gets stuck in the mud. And I will tell you right now that if you keep pinning that gas pedal, we are going to get so fucking stuck that you will never get out of this. And we, um, we, as in myself and Colin are going to walk away and find a ride to the nearest train station, which is only five minutes away, where he thought it might have been an hour away. I digress and I told him, okay, hit the brake, slowly get the gas forward. Nothing. Okay, reverse. We reverses, we're moving. Perfect. And then we get stuck again. I'm like, all right, cool. Now go forward. He goes forward, he gets stuck. Okay, well, we already made that hole in front of us so back up again backs up again Colin and I get out he's all worried he's apologizing profusely and then we push him out and he gets out and he's so happy and he's like all right guys get back in and I'm like uh no we're gonna stay out here we're gonna wait for you to turn around he's like Theresa May and I can't remember who else he proclaimed but he's like Theresa May went to the Somme Memorial here in France And if she went down this road, we can go down this road, too. I'm like, I will tell you right now that this is not the main road to get to the memorial. The
1: British Prime Minister did not take a fucking farmer's field to get to a fucking war memorial in fucking France.
0: 100%. (laughs) We're on some farmer's property. We're not supposed to be down here. No. Turn around. Colin and I have been working with farmers for many years, and we respect that farmers do not want certain vehicles on their property And that was the case. So we turn around, finally after convincing him, and we go back the other way. And then once we get on the page road, he's like, you know, I think that wasn't the right way. And, you know, this
1: lesson learned, he says.
0: Yeah, lesson learned. And this was many times where we proved him wrong. This is probably the fourth time. We get to the Somme battlefield. We pull into the parking lot. And he's like, ah, I guess Theresa May didn't go down down that way, eh? And we're obviously just rolling our eyes. Like, yeah, obviously, man. Like, if you just would have listened to Colin, in the first place where you're taking this wrong turn, I didn't even know that we're going there in the first place. He didn't didn't announce it. I thought we were going to...
1: Albert, Albert, Yeah, during the train station. And I had a map i like, where the fuck are we going? And I, I, knew, I I knew that he previously mentioned it before and I didn't think he was going to pull through because like, it was pretty dark out when we got there. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay. And then, so, all right, okay, I guess we're going to this memorial and the route that was originally planned out, it was the, the route that I t- took would have taken, taken us 30 seconds at least at most. And this fucking guy decides to go down the Farmersfield Field Road, and that took us at least 15 minutes to get turned around and whatnot. And let's
0: just say this here too. If we were not there, oh, he'd man. still be there. We're at almost midnight at our time, and we were down that road, I'm going to say 545. Yeah, give or take. Six. Maybe. We're probably about 75% of the way down that road too. Yep. And it was only going to get worse. So He's like, I think we're through the worst. I'm looking ahead and it's like,
1: there's potholes, and potholes, potholes, potholes.
0: Yeah. I'm like, man, you are not going to get through this stuff. And, and uh, if you try, I'm walking away.
1: And you know what? And 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 even though it looked like most of these, these farm fields, especially the farm field that we're next to on both sides, was tilled up and, you know, done for the season. I mean, this guy still peeled out in this guy's farmer field when he was turning around to get back to the main road. Like I mean, like yeah, okay. He might be done his work, but like he's gonna come here in the morning or whatever, and or sometime soon, and he's gonna realize there's fucking tire marks in his, on his, on his. Oh, band. so we're helping
0: him out with his job because I I drove on his land. Yeah, I tilted up. for That's me. that's not the point, but yeah, yeah.
1: He's, I'm just, sure. he's just being an arrogant piece of shit.
0: He is the worst representative of Canada, and he is truly.
1: He's not a Canadian. Not a Canadian. So anyway, we get to this memorial and it's absolutely, it's, it's another beautiful
0: the North Atlantic Treaty Organization Yeah,
1: and I don't know, again, I don't know how he got to it, but he, and I studied history, and I know NATO pretty well, but I was like, okay, this is what Lupa was talking about before. Like He just wants to strike up some sort of a political argument for no reason and kind of battle people. So I just kind of walked away, and unfortunately, I, I left Lupa with this Jerry dude. And Well,
0: uh, and let's and just say, you, you tried a few times that to actually converse with him. And he introduced so many times, he was asking questions about trees. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I did not go to tech school, I did not go to forestry school at all, uh, Colin did. He is much, 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 much more knowledgeable about trees and botany and arborist um, you know, duties and all kinds of stuff. Anything to do with trees and plant life, much more intelligent on that matter than I am in, in, in a school sense, uh, all around. So if I have a question, which many times I do about trees, and I have asked Colin many times here in New York, hey, today, what, yeah. what, what is that related to? And not like today in Belgium. Um, yeah. You know, what's that related to? What's that related to? What's that? Like, obviously, you don't know exactly what that might be because it could be a European diver, um, uh, version of it. But, you know, what could that be connected to? Is that a maple? Is that an oak? Is that a cedar? Is that a pine? Is that a spruce? And Colin is usually pretty fucking accurate when it comes to it. Or quickly, uh, you know, to be humble and say, hey, man, like, I honestly don't know. It kind of looks like that, but I, I could be wrong, which is the proper thing to do. Now, with this character, Jerry, uh, he would ask Colin a question or myself a question. Yeah, like this is also paint the picture here. He has no inner monologue. He asks questions, even if he doesn't want them answered. And if he, you start answering them, he'll just quickly toss it to the side and ask another question. Like it's almost like a game to him. So this quickly became very irritating to both myself and Colin. And especially because he would interrupt Colin when Colin would be giving him an answer and a very educated answer at that. So when he'd be like, hey, what's that tree? Oh, well, that's a maple. Oh, so they have sugar uh, so they have maple trees here and so they should be able to get maple syrup well they don't have the right equipment
1: the technology equipment then the 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 know-how how how to actually put together a sugar shop shop
0: what do you mean like they don't have equipment here like what's going on man like oh oh, oh, like equipment oh oh that that reminds me of a story blah 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 blah. and then colin would digress and he'd be like okay well fuck myself then i guess
1: i'm just gonna sit back here and fuck myself and I mean, you know what? In Laguardia, LaGuardia. and there's plenty of times where I could have just called him out. But at the same time, I was like, "This guy is actually..." What good is he gonna do? He's 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 so far off his ass. He's giving us a ride. That's all I can ask for him. But I I I gotta when 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 you go through the years of hockey and when you're growing up (laughs) in high school and shit, you learn how to fucking shut the fuck up most times. And this was definitely one of the times where I was like, okay, I'm in a different country, halfway around the world. I don't want... And, and it, it, it wouldn't have been a problem even if he didn't boot us out. I, I didn't give a shit, but... And not just that, not just that, but he also talked about how he should have stayed in hockey. Yeah,
0: oh my god. And I'm god. guessing he doesn't even know how to fucking play hockey. No, but that's a different
1: fucking... thing. And I'm not gonna Colin,
0: it. you're very humble about your hockey skill. You're a very good hockey player I've seen... Uh, the way you skate and the way you play and the way you talk about the game, you know what's going on. And I can say with complete confidence as somebody who doesn't really know exactly what's going on in the game at a professional level or anything like that, because I've only played such a level, but he had no fucking clue what he was talking he about.
1: Had absolutely no idea what he's talking
0: about. He would talk about football. And he was saying, I believe that the quarterback position is a very underrated and overrated position in professional sports. Not just football, but professional sports. And he says... I don't really watch football at all, so I'm just going to not talk about that anymore. And I'm, as, as, as I'm about to put my finger, because I actually really like football, uh, he changed the subject very quickly. And so he really tried to control the con- conversation in a sense that he wanted to seem to be, like the intelligent one.
1: Mm-hmm. If, if man, if we were back in Ontario, I would have fucking torn that guy a new one.
0: If he was hanging out with the veterans, they would have kicked his fucking ass.
1: And and I get like you think the navy guys would have put up with him with his no, fucking no, bullshit no. And about get, being like oh yeah and I get guys. by you know being very confident in yourself that's a great attribute who being are you trying to impress, being, being comfortable though. with who you are but at the same time if you don't know some sort of a boundary or a limitation then or control at that you're just you're not impressing anyone
0: no you're gonna so, you're gonna make more enemies than friends and that's mm-hmm. not good
1: so that's essentially what happened to Lupa and I tonight with this Jerry fellow. Jerry so
0: what do you mean I'm not a friend everybody
1: yeah I, I couldn't believe that and, I mean and, and, and luckily we weren't in um, a, a big hurry or anything to get back you know to Avion or anything I mean yeah obviously we're like oh we're tired I mean like you know we could eat some dinner we have some beers and we could do this podcast but at the same time it was also f- fucking hilarious the way that he drove, and the way that he talked about himself, and this and that, and blah 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 blah. And then I remember when we were, we finally got this piece of shit out of the mud, and where he's walking down to the main road, and we were walking together, and saying like, and Luke was, was like, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna have a good fucking podcast about this and have some beers over it. This is gonna be hilarious. I'm like, well, man, this is what. This is what the perfect material is made of. So this is. Oh. Because there's also, there's always kind of a silver lining in shitty situations, but um, you know what, man, we came out. We came out all right, man. I think, I think, I think, I think we're doing all we're right. Well, we're still just,
0: okay. We got you know what. This is the thing. We got to Albert. We. We got to Albert. He left. He. <laughs> Are you sure you want to come to the grocery store with me and grab some things? I have no problem. No, no, no. Like, we are completely fine. We just want to leave. Like, we didn't tell him that. But uh, <laughs> both Colin and I were ready just to stuff. We need to, to, f-
1: we need to check off. the time of our train. And luckily we had an hour yeah. between had like the an time hour and we got and a half. there. Yeah, an hour and a half between the time we got there. and then. So
0: we, the we like, okay, man, bon voyage, uh, good luck getting back, all this kind of stuff. Like hopefully nobody fucking murders Give me your here.
1: contact information so we can hang out in London when you leave Not
0: London, fucking but. happening. The only time I'm going to contact him is just to prove him wrong about his fucking statement. So his statement was, and feel free to uh, message me, listeners, uh, ChalupaCobber52 uh, on Instagram. We were having a conversation about the UN and NATO and how he believed he was talking to one of his uh, roommates. That his
1: roommate had a dad that was a representative, UN ambassador to Paraguay or some shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and again, we're taking this with a grain of salt, but uh, he was arguing with one of his uh, <laughs> British roommates. That, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, like, um, you know, Germany, France, England, they all have like cultural uh, virtues that are very similar or um, customs or beliefs that are similar, which is true. Like, there are similarities, but you can fucking throw any two countries together and say that there's similarities into a sense. Um,. In my opinion, you can almost say like North Korea and the United States have similarities that are you know connected. It's it's not hard. You could say a shoe and a fucking coat, coat rack have similarities. Anyway, um, it was a very vague argument, and so I'm like, well, you know. So he's saying that if if one NATO country was attacked, that that country wouldn't support it. So say. Um, you know, if, French, if France was attacked, that Britain wouldn't jump in and support her. And I'm like, well, what happens if a NATO country attacks a NATO country? And he's like, oh, well, that, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't think about this at the time, because it was just so, like, confused about his argument. But, you know, on the train back, I just go up to Colin, and I'm like, man, like, what about other NATO countries that have fought non-NATO countries, but Other NATO countries haven't supported that NATO country. So, for example, let's just say Canada. Canada has not supported the United States in the Korean War, from what Colin tells me. I believe that... I I thought that Canada jumped in there as a whole country, but apparently it was UN...
1: Yeah, they were they were UN peacekeepers, and it was anywhere between like 1500 and 2,000 mm. uh, uh, soldiers or personnel that they sent over. So it wasn't even a a, a, a very large chunk that they. And still a war. And still war. So anyway, yeah, they were UN peacekeepers, and uh,
0: yeah. And then we also have the Vietnam War, where Canada was not a part of it at all. And then we also have the Iraq War. I remember watching Ron and Don on Coach's Corner argue about that. What an interesting argument that was. <laughs> but yeah, Canada did not support the United States and, Ira- and the Ira- Iraq War. And other countries that did not, that were part of the NATO uh, alliance, were France and Belgium.
1: Two countries we are were, well, we're still in France, but we have both been in.
0: And I'm sure there are more NATO countries that didn't support the Iraq War, too. I, I, I can't think of it. I know I know England was, obviously, or Great Britain. And I know that Germany was, too, and Norway, um, I can't say for sure if Finland and Sweden were. Can't tell you. But I don't think every NATO country was a part of the Iraq
1: War. Nope. Nope. I don't believe not.
0: I know Iceland was a part of it as well as, well as Morocco, because Fahrenheit Fahrenheit 911 by uh, Michael Moore. They talk about how funny that was. Um, so I don't know. He just liked to make arguments there. He liked to make sense. Uh, and there were a lot of holes in it. I don't want to d- dwell on it too much, but once we were rid of him, Colin and I had a very
1: fuck. Um, did we hug for a while? Eh? We
0: we actually embraced. You know, it was nice. Uh, yeah. We had we had, well, we had a comical embrace. How he was gone, mm-hmm. and we we're happy. And ding dong, the witch is dead. Uh, which old witch? The wicked witch. Uh, then we got outside of the the train station, and lo and behold, well, first we went to the liquor well, the grocery store to buy liquor, beer, uh, just to relax and wait for the um, the train to arrive but to our surprise fireworks exploded outside in the city center so we step outside of the train station and witness this uh, marvel of uh, spectrum and explosion of various colors and sights and sounds and it was very very uh, welcoming and tremendous uh, to, to see the Armistice Day or, or Remembrance Day celebrated in, in a different and unique way. A funny story, too, is the guy that we bought our train tickets from, uh, we approached, and you know, I, I, I come up and I'm like, uh, You know, bonsoir, monsieur. Um, je parle, um, you know, uh, je parle petit peu français. Uh, tu parles anglais? and he's like no i'm like oh fox eggs okay well here we go mm-hmm. uh, you know and my accent might be okay but uh, my vocabulary is very very narrow <laughs> but we but it is like a tortoise i have to think were, very hard but you were able to grab two tickets oh both of us were and yeah. you know like and, and i give him all um, credit, yeah. I, give, I give him a ton of credit because he was very patient and he didn't bother. And this is what i found is that a lot of French people we run into, they're, they're very polite and very helpful and want to help us. But at the same time, they don't use simple words for
1: us. Especially if you're less Canadian, <laughs> they will stop and, and definitely help you out. But again, they will use,
0: they are so happy to help us out and they're so happy that we're Canadian and, you know, and they, they want to just treat us so nicely. But, they don't slow down at all or use simple words. Or English. <laughs> well, like whatever English they can think of, you know, like even yeah. if I ran into a French person and they didn't speak English, I would try to use as much French as possible. That's just me. But, you know, and everyone's been so welcoming and very and very nice. Like even our task cap driver this morning, he didn't speak a lick of English, but he was very nice and very friendly and very patient with us. And even the guy that bought us a coffee, like he was just high on life. I think he won lottery or something like that, but he was a very nice guy. So this, this train guy who's given us our tickets, he's, he's very patient and speaks very slowly, which is, you know, I know that's the, that's the joke. If, if you speak slowly, it doesn't help. It actually helps me. Yeah, Yeah. I'll be, I'll be an attest to that.
1: And just the hand gestures and the motions. Oh
0: yeah, he was telling us like we have to go under the tracks and back up, and like that's where the track number two is. Yeah, Yeah, platform Mm -hmm. two. Um, And yeah, it made sense. It's just like he didn't try to use big fancy words. He just turned a screen and pointed at the number. And then when we're outside and the fire's going on, and it's just like, you know, hey, bonsoir, monsieur, Um, you know, uh, je suis canadien. You know, tu a français. Uh, you know, news. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we are. Um, I, I think I said like new, new uh, You know, or uh, tu a uh, ami. You know, you're my friend. And he's just like, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's I understand. And it's like, oh, you speak for you speak English. He's like well yeah i speak english very well but uh we're told not to speak english you know because they're
1: not trained to speak they're not english, trained so. to speak
0: english and then it sounds like you're 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 poor at speaking english i'm like well you know tu parles anglais, uh, c'est parfait, mm-hmm. and he just kind of laughs as i go i'm then like, just I'm like no seriously you speak very good english you know yeah. thank you very much for just you know like uh, for opening up to us and being a person you know like in, in this beautiful time because the, the fireworks are just exploding there's statues everywhere there's flags everywhere there's a beautiful church nearby uh, Colin and I have a beer in hand we're we're happy we we, we gave each other a hug we cheered and everything it was a very beautiful moment and he actually opens up to us a little bit and just like just becomes a normal human being yeah, you know yeah, just
1: took all our words away from that fucking Jerry dude
0: oh I forgot about him for like a whole fucking hour it was great (laughs) you know so it just goes to show you know like and like I do thank Jerry for being able to be a, uh, a Jerry, vessel yeah. to get to Beaumont Amel and even Somme. Like, Somme wasn't on my list, but I was very happy to go there. Yeah. and It was quite nice. And we met some very nice people along the way. We had a nice conversation with um, uh, a lovely English older English couple. and They actually went to... What was the place they went to? Uh, it was a park. Uh, it begins with a P. What? Paringa? Where is this? Pakawaya. It's, it's in Ontario. Oh,
1: Penetanguishene. Penetanguishene is a it's a town. I have not been there, so I couldn't remember. Penetanguishene is a town on um, the southern shores of uh, Georgian Bay in Ontario. And yeah, so I think he said he had a sister or something that lives he there. He did, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, so he, we, we, we were able to strike a conversation about Ontario and Canada and travels and blah, blah, blah. And I ended up kind of just hovering in our shadows um, while we were talking to this guy. So it was kind of nice to have a little work around with them.
0: Ray. Oh, was about that. I was kind of already a little bit buzzed by the time we started recording, so that was a good time too.
1: Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, at, at the end at the, the day, man, sitting here having a couple pints, and uh, it was we'll be a, laughing about this for years. Oh yeah, it was a it was a great day nonetheless and definitely full of stories and that was just you know, just one day, so um pumped ahead of Vimy tomorrow or Vimy fucking Normandy tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh see what uh those World War Two monuments and whatnots are all about, man.
0: Oh man. Yeah, we're we're going to Juno Beach. We're going to Omaha Beach. We're gonna hopefully be able to check out Utah, Gold, Sword, Dieppe. We're gonna go up to Dieppe. I'm so pumped to see Dieppe. Like it's It's been a thing. Like, um, I'm still confident that uh, "Nautical Disaster," my favorite Strangely Hip song, is about Dieppe. Uh, My friend Dave Leekstra and I, we often have little, uh, you know, friendly uh, debates and conversations about um, if Dieppe, sorry, if uh, "Nautical Disaster" is an argument or a song about Dieppe or the sinking of the the Bismarck, and I can see both uh, parallels for sure. Um, but Dieppe is just such a huge historical Canadian moment and tragedy um, the worst tragedy of World War II for Canadians I would say uh, it'll be wonderful to see Juno because that was such a huge success for Canadians I'm very happy that the Allies saw their mistakes in Dieppe uh, at such a terrible cost but we'll learn a lot more about that and it'll be a good time um, we're going to hang out in Calm. KN, oh. uh, oh, however you want to call it. Yeah. drive right. to Dieppe, drive back, and then we take a nice uh,
1: leisurely train ride down to the Swiss such Alps. The yeah. Train ride to my goodness. 60 year old ladies and
0: gentlemen. Yes, sir. Uh, go all the way down to Grenoble, uh, get picked up by our good friend JB Jean Baptiste. You know him from um, the episode between Noah Stevens and I. Our helicopter pilot. He is from Bramont, uh, France, in the French Alps, and he's going to be our uh, host for a little bit. And it's going to be so good to see him. He told us if if any of the forestry guys that he likes, which is a good number of people because he likes everybody, if any of us show up in France, he's going to drown us in wine and cheese. And I'm very much looking forward to this. It's going to be a good time because I think we've just been drinking shit wine most of the time. We've been drinking really good beer.
1: Oh, but beer i don't really, been good. But I, I mean, we haven't. I don't know anything about the wine we here, we you know? the
0: wine. We've yet, been so. buying the wine from Little, which is like the superstore of grocery stores, and I don't really trust them with their wine selection. It's not even the, the you know superstore liquor store with the wine liquor store. It's superstore liquor store, or sorry, superstore with no liquor store, and it's just like cheap wine. Like we bought our wine. We bought a three liter bottle, a box wine for about. Six, six and a six half fifteen. euro, yeah, and then our bottle here was about 320 euro. So, wine is cheap in this country, so that's kind of nice, but, but at I mean, the same it, does, time, it does the job, that's for sure. It does a good job of its job, but
1: excuse me, is there anything else you want to bring up about Jerry? today and Jerry? Um. Again, thank you for the generosity of your, uh, transportation, um, to our needs of getting around to Beaumont and then back up here to Avion. But Jerry, uh, you need to uh, improve on your people skills and driving, um, driving and just don't be a piece of shit because, um, don't brag, you are not going to get far in life by being a literal piece of shit. How many times has he got laid? <laughs> Zero times. He is a fucking virgin. I don't know. Hand, hand job at best, but dry hand job.
0: Like oh, over, like the, over pants, the top. Over the yeah. pants. Fuck yeah. yeah. Maybe an elbow in there. Meh. Maybe she like try to like put her mouth well, over even, him even, to like try even to, like, elbow, even, him. Even time. elbow
1: contact, that's probably a pretty fucking big goal of his. Oh anyways, probably.
0: So. He probably brags about that shit. Uh
1: I got elbowed last night. <laughs> 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 Anyway, but, <laughs> you know, again, thank you for, you know, for him to, you know, getting us around. But if, again, he If he was, wasn't around, we would have never made it. Yeah, I, 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 I can't say we never
0: made it, but, you know, if only those Liverpool guys were around. Oh, those guys were studs. They were fucking beauties. Fucking, these guys, these guys give us a ride for five minutes. Nicest guys have good laughs or just fucking poking fun of each other for like five minutes and just laughing. And then we leave, and I was like, "You guys take care of yourselves."
1: You know, like you know, safe travels, take care of each
0: other, and like, straight in the eye.
1: It's like, stay safe now. Well, you you look after each other, and especially since they're ex-military, right? So I mean, like, like they're grandparents or parents. They've they've seen great uncles, and uh, that's they just want the best. And you know, they saw that we were wearing poppies, so that's why we were able to get the hitchhike. And they they said straight up, it's like we're giving those guys a ride. They're they're wearing poppies. So it was, that was a super, in, in, it was only a five minute drive that we, all we asked for. And uh, that would have saved us about an hour, hour and a quarter walk uh, back to Avion. Oh, or, or a uh, 25 euro cab ride. Yeah, which is a fucking rip off. But again, brutal. Shout out to our taxi driver who was an absolute beauty as well. He was but. a
0: very nice guy. I can't believe they didn't have a flat rate for that though. It was just like, hey, we'll drive you to the, the, the memorial for like 15 euro or 20 euro flat rate like that would have been wonderful yeah.
1: but anyway um, the generosity was there but that was it and thank God he didn't ask us for money man because I actually probably would've. I mean again yeah I mean it, it would have been nice of us to spot him some money but I, I time, totally
0: forgot man I but he, I,
1: yeah I don't even feel bad because he was so fucking rude
0: he was pretty terrible. So like, he just. I didn't,
1: I didn't feel bad. I mean, like, he was. And, and when he dropped us off, he was fucking uh, 200 meters from a gas station. He so. was so
0: close. He's like, why are the birds flying in a flock like that? What that do you? was so weird. I'm like, so what weird. do you mean? And it's just like, it, it, listeners, mm-hmm. if you've ever seen birds fly together, you all know why they fly together in, like, different motions and stuff. He actually asked that as a genuine question.
1: He is 25 years old Was he 25 he's a year younger than me
0: my god so yeah i don't know uh jerry i i sincerely hope you get a, a sobering experience hopefully this kind of helped you a little bit where the canadians the, the real canes not the faux pas canadians here um gave you a bit of a sobering effort to be like, Hey, maybe I'm not a hot shit. Maybe I'm just a regular dude where Colin, and I don't think we're hot shit either, but we're fucking Canadian. Though. We're, we're pretty fucking humble and we're like, man, like we're not amazing, but you clearly are a piece of shit. So maybe you should, you know, step shit up. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to find work because it seems like you don't want to get your dirty hands Sorry, your clean hand's dirty. And you, I don't know if you ever really put any manual labor or anything at all. Like we, we left him with a dirty car because we pushed him out of the mud. We tried to clean our boots as best as possible before we jumped into the vehicle. I know for a fact that car companies for rentals, they charge you extra if you, clean, if you don't clean the vehicle. I don't see him cleaning that vehicle beforehand. So... And I'm sure he's not going to give a fuck. That car that he picked up for rental was beautiful. It's a nice car. It had all the fucking bells and whistles for a new age. It must have been in 2017. He he would hook up his iPhone and it had no problem connecting. It played the music on his phone. And this is another great thing is that he would play this music and he'd be like, okay, I'm going to listen to this song because I, I really like this song. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, you're not going to fucking listen to this song. You're going to talk to me in fucking 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6.
1: And they'd be like, hey, what's that over there? I'm like, fuck, I knew it was going to be fucking. Even though your sh- fucking music shitty, I kind of wanted to just listen to music, not your fucking voice.
0: Yeah. But. And I don't even look. I, 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 there's only so much of that music. I would say in an honest 45% of that music that he was listening to, I actually wanted to listen to.
1: Oh, yeah, man doesn't he just doesn't know his audience which sucks because the kid is 25 he's, he's trying to, he, to show he's off. Been to, he's been to post secondary he's traveled the world it sounds like yeah. so it sounds like he's run into people
0: you think you'd have some life experience truly but um like, like 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 how people work this like i don't mean like i'm simple or you're simple but the simple folk like you don't need to fucking brag to me that you want to prep school you don't need to brag to me that you drove only SUVs growing up. Oh, you mean to tell me that you only drove uh, Range Rovers and Escalades on pavement or on city highways in Colorado yeah, and he Wyoming?
1: Yeah, was about fucking driving on cobblestone roads. I was like, man, it's Europe. This is what the roads are.
0: It, it has me so messed up doing parallel parking on, it's on cobblestone. It's the
1: same fucking thing. How does
0: it have you messed up? How? Wow, oh, like the cobblestones aren't that big where it's going to fuck you over between a cobblestone brick and a curb. I and he didn't know the size of his vehicle where he's like leaving this much room in the front.
1: Man, the when he was parallel parking, he had a good like four or five feet. I was like, man, you can back up and straighten out easily. Mm-hmm. And you're golden, buddy. Golden. But, uh, you the were. Golden you, pony boy? He wasn't even fucking. You're fucking golden was, pony he boy. He wasn't even bronze, man.
0: Wasn't even fucking.
1: He didn't even get a fucking participant,
0: rabbit. Nope.
1: Uh, no. But, uh, all in all, though, hilarious experience at the end of the day. We're we gonna had,
0: be bitching about this guy for years to
1: come. Probably. And Wait
0: till Footner Lake this year.
1: Yeah, holy
0: fuck. Colin Eisner interview 2.0. We'll see. Anyway. Thank you very much, Colin.
1: You're very welcome, man. And looking forward to more of our experiences, man.
0: We got a long way to go. (sighs) This is being Aaron Jalupa, the awkward throat clear, AKA the Jalupa typewriter.
1: Colin Eisner. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, monsieur.
0: And we will see you next time for the next episode. Who knows when that's coming? I don't know. Anthony, got a cue of us, buddy. We're just pushing up.